When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are listening to the daily best of Rick and Bubba. This is one hour of fun from the show this morning. Don't worry, you can still catch the entire show on your favorite podcast app. And you can watch the daily best of Rick and Bubba on Blaze TV. Enjoy the daily best of Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is seven and a half minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba show from the Big Boy Studio. uh, Living out on the bleeding edge of technology from sweet home Alabama to the world. We are ready to go. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, they've already given you the kickoff hour. Uh, You can catch that every day live and archive. Eddie Van Adler uh, is ready for your YouTube experience. You can watch us live. Uh, you can also catch the daily archive that he provides. And Blaze TV subscribers, you get an hour, uh, best of hour every day, uh, as part of your subscription as well. Uh, so the, uh, the fellas are here uh, today, gift number nine in the 12 working days of Christmas. We'll unpack that for you today. Updates on some topics that we brought up yesterday. We have updates today. Your phone calls at 629-WE-BE-BIG. That's also the contest line today. 629 we be big uh and uh there's no need to call you know throughout the entire show uh you should probably call when we actually give the gift away uh, when it comes to that otherwise uh we'll be chatting about various things today and getting your feedback all across america because hey uh we've got four more shows together uh counting this one in 2023 uh, and then the Rick and Bubba year will officially end. You'll get best of shows uh, and uh, Rick and Bubba replays while Bubba and I are away. Other members of the show will rotate in and out. They'll get time off as well. And then we'll come back, Lord willing, on January the 3rd, 2024, and celebrate the 30th anniversary of the Rick and Bubba show. And we'll celebrate that throughout the year. We're missing one, uh, the silver tongue one. The man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the Kang's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bursi! Howdy, Bubba. How about it, Rick Burgess, friends and neighbors? Somebody say, on my drum. There it is. Oh, Toby. Uh, that's a good version. Oh, Toby. You, you lock the funk and you lock Christmas. That's oh. a good combo. Oh, it? Toby. You know, it's interesting, the uh, um, the request we get from time to time. And, and people, and we have, you know, relationships with people and, and they're at different level, levels. Usually we think we're closer to them than they are to us. And, <laughs> yes, that's and, normally uh, the that, case. That's been the running theme for 30 big ones. But, um so uh, I, I met a, a fascinating young man uh, from Romania who is doing great things to advance the kingdom of God in Romania. 
And I just mentioned in passing, because he does a, 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 a Christian music festival he's been doing and, and funding and making free to the people of Romania, and, and he's had incredible giant artists uh, in the uh, Christian music industry come and play and show me some of the highlights and all that. It was very impressive and um, that he pulled this off and does this. But um, he he asked uh, everybody about Toby Mac at the meeting, and I said, well, I said, I, I, I said, I know – I don't, I know, I don't know Toby well, but we're definitely acquaintances, and that's just mm-hmm. kind of where I left it. Right. And I got an email last night if he asked me if I would get Toby on a Zoom call with him, and I was like, well, I, I, I don't know that I have that kind of, huh. I, I don't know that I can. Here's get, his email. I don't know if I can get Toby on a Zoom call right. to come to Romania uh, with someone in Romania. I'll try. I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll say, hey, who should I send this to? I'll do right, that. Right, right, right. Hey, yeah, that's good. That's fair. I mean, that's good for everybody. And then he said, and by the way, any shot you get, Max Licato on. <laughs> and I, did you know this? And I didn't surprise me. He goes, he goes, it may shock you, but Max Licato's uh, writings are very, very popular in Romania. Oh, I bet. Max Licato. How about is their? How about their popular everywhere? Right. And I said, well, again, we, I, I can get, I can get the handler. You know, and and we'll see. Did you ask him if he knew Nadia Konami? Come, I can't say her Don't name. Don't go if you had got that ah, out. That was a Nadia. fantastic Come line. Come on each. Come on each. Come on each. Come Nadia. Nadia. Come on each. Right. It goes back, and I know I reference it often, and we've we've uh, had fun and done the same thing here, but we don't go as far as George Carlin did. And there's not a lot of George Carlin things I would promote, but when he was just doing his clever stuff that wasn't nasty and, and profane, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, he, he, he really was very funny with his observational humor oh, yeah. and his and just his overall attitude when he was mad about something but <laughs> but he uh he did the thing of uh of um which we've talked about things that aren't sports right and uh he was way ahead of his time on that and and he got to gymnastics and he couldn't think of why and then he just stopped me and said well because romanians are good at it <laughs> yeah <I remember. laughs> That's a good line. Uh, that and his breakdown of the terminologies in baseball versus the tom- terminologies in football. Yeah, very very funny. Mm-hmm. And he's uh, a funny man. He, well, yeah, of course. All the things that he was real bold about, he had to stand before the one and only living God. And I'm not sure that went well for George. But... Is he? Did he? Is he out? Is he gone? George, oh, yeah, 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 he's gone. Yeah, he been out. Mm-hmm. And was very defiant that he did not believe. Oh yeah, so. yeah. Well. uh first time I saw him was on Flip Wilson's variety show mm-hmm. and he was doing the bit about stuff and, oh, you know, gosh, everything is about what we do with our stuff. Oh, and it I was very, it. you know, he had to do it clean on Flip Wilson. Yeah. Oh, his clean stuff and, was, was uh, still brilliant. hilarious. Was brilliant. Hilarious, yeah. that, the time he said these things that you don't think about it. I know there's a lot of guys that followed in his footsteps who have done that kind of humor too, but, and we do, you know, a, a very, you know, C level version of it here. But, uh, when he said, when you lose something, why do we keep going back to where it should have been? Yeah. yeah. And he goes, yeah. and you look and go, no, not back yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you start looking in ridiculous places. Yeah, like, like, like Granddaddy's Civil War jacket. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he may have had him. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe I forgot and gave it to him. <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, we got a lot today. Yet. Hoss and horses. So we'll, uh, we'll unpack that when we come back. Merry Christmas from everybody here at the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This is the Rick and Bubba Show. Watch more at blazetv.com slash Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
Okay, we're approaching the new year. Here, and you know, the, the, you know what's fi- what I like about a new year, and I know that it's it's if you really got down to it, it's just another date on the calendar. But I like how it feels like a fresh start. Yep. I mean, it, 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 we it, need that reset. It, it, we no. need that reset. We yep. need that start over. And uh, one of the things that we might want to think about, and I know most people do this. This is where all the people in the health industry. This is where they make the money. Because they get us to commit to trying to be healthier, and most of us won't stick to it, and then they just keep our money. But anyway, but but here's something you can do that that there's no doubt you can you can stick to this. Okay, if you're dealing with low energy and you've gained some extra pounds, you can't seem to shake it off. The issue may simply be that your liver is struggling. Uh, your liver is so so important. Uh, for staying healthy. It does more than 500 important jobs, and it probably does more work than all the Democrats put together. And uh, and, and let me tell you this. It, it, if you want to do what one in three Americans have done, they've done something about their sluggish, fatty liver, because one in three of us have it, okay? Uh, a lot of people, you know, abuse their liver with, you know, carb-packed foods and bad diet and alcohol abuse and drug over the counter drugs that I mentioned earlier nobody wants to feel tired and sleepy and everybody wants to have the same uh energy that you ever look up and see somebody that looks quite energetic and I'm like I-, I want what they have well they they may be taking care of their liver so uh let's talk about liver health formula it has 11 powerful botanicals that help recharge and protect your liver get it today and get a free bottle of blood sugar formula to reduce sugar cravings uh, getliverhelp.com slash Bubba, and you can claim that free bonus gift. Don't miss the chance to start the year feeling your best. Again, help your liver. Go to getliverhelp.com slash Bubba. Uh, coming up this Friday. And, of course, the big year-ender is an extravaganza in and of itself. Uh, all right, so um, as we come back, Bubba, we have an update um, from yesterday's program. Uh, you know how sometimes... Um, you just have to, as husbands and as, and as fathers, we have to sacrifice. Uh, sometimes we sacrifice our day. We sacrifice our time. Uh, we, we, ha- we have to put ourselves last. Mm-hmm. So we're doing the show yesterday, and I, I've got quite a little active day uh, planned and um, got errands I'm going to run, uh, calls I need to make. Um, and, I've, and I've even had, I said, today's, today's a get things done day. Uh, you know, as we approach the big year ender, you kind of want, you don't want anything, you know, hanging over into the vacation. And uh, I know you can't relate isn't that, to that. Isn't that nice? Yeah. And so, in, idea, yeah. so anyway, um, I get a text. Uh, it, it, Helmsy can explain this. My wife's, and I know we all can have this, where your phone syncs with your laptop. Yes. So even when Sherry doesn't have her phone, she can text me. It's not a text, but she's messaging me from right, her, from her right. laptop. It's yeah. the same app. You're yeah. just on two different yeah. devices mm-hmm. so, under the same account. So I look down, and I see that my wife is messaging me. And remember, I told you all the story that Sherry was at Camp House on Sunday. Uh, and she said, I've left my phone at the farm. And, uh, and I thought you were going to say my heart in San Francisco. Well, <laughs> you know. That that was not it, <laughs> and uh, and she said, "I the know classic. I hate to disrupt your day, but I you know I got I got I'm gonna need my phone." And I said, "Well, if you need me to, I guess I'll go to the farm. I'll find your phone. I'll hunt, and then I'll come home. You know it, right? It, it, well, and, I mean, uh, you're, since you're there, right? And uh, you there? and I said, well, if, since I'm here." I said, now, I'm not going to hunt. 
I'm actually going to find your phone and bring it back. But since I'm there. But what I will do, since you seem to want me to, I will hunt first. (laughs) I'll find it first. Right. Then I'll hunt. Then I'll bring it home to you. Like Mm -hmm. it. So um, I had to be sacrificial yesterday. I had to change my whole day and go hunt and get my my wife's phone and bring it back. And somehow needed Speedy to help look for it. Yes, so I'm trying to, even though Speedy decided not to, I'm trying to get as many does down as I can before we hit the full-blown right. rut. But unfortunately, we've been able to take a few. It looks like the rut, I don't know if the drought, or it always starts somewhere around this time right. at our place, so but, but it seems to be... I saw yesterday. It, you need me to help you, Rick. I'm it, available. It's elevated, yes. Yeah. And I've, I've I've thrown out an invitation, and I know that didn't work. We'll try it again. <laughs> so, uh, so, and I knew you were going somewhere yesterday. You told me you had some kind of quag oh, yesterday. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, the well, daily quag. What was the quag yesterday? I can't remember. You you told me uh, you had somewhere. Yeah, it was okay, but anyway, but you did have a quag. I did remember that, right? Right. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, uh, I've never even seen that signal before. But anyway, so. Speedy, I asked, I said, hey, if you're available, um, it'd be cool to have somebody with me today. I'll find the phone, but if you'll sacrificially hunt with me. You need to. You need to to wingman. And Sherry says she's not a huge fan, and it's a nice way of saying old, of me hunting alone anymore. I didn't know how to take that, hmm? by the way. Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's always uh, good to have a wingman because yeah. you never know what you may be up against. Yeah. So anyway, and, and plus I just You like, could run into a UFO. Well, plus I'm trying to gather all the information. <laughs> Chinese which, uh, spies. And plus, are you like me? Coyotes. There's always that feeling when I come Meth in. Heads. When I come in, there's always that feeling when I select where I was going to hunt. I wonder what happened to other places. Yeah. You know what I mean? I and so, and so yeah. you got multiple yeah. feedback. Yeah. And we're trying to kind of identify some things. It's so. Um, I'd love to have live video from yeah. all fields. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Bubba, oh, yeah. while we were there, we realized, hey, we've got time. Let's go check out this tower building that we told Bubba about. Mm. And let's investigate. Let's go in and see. If you missed mm-hmm. the show yesterday, you'll have to go back and catch it up in the archive. But but here we are, Bubba, and this this is us giving you an update, and I need your <laughs> feedback as you watch. All right, here oh, we go. Yeah. All right, here we go. All right, so uh, actually, by the grace of God, I guess, I don't know how this has happened. We're hunting again today. Uh, my wife, Sherry, left her phone at Camp House. So she sent me to get it, and of course I, I have to hunt before I can bring it back, and everybody knows that. So, uh, so Speedy and I are actually hunting this afternoon together, and we are on the spot of what we talked about today. I mean, Speedy, there it is. There it this is. is the the tower's been taken down. Yep. I've angered the ham community, and I'm yep. sorry about that. Uh, may I once again have seven and threes? I hope. But anyway, here it is. Yep. I mean, let's look, go. Look, look, let's go. Gonna, Dude, where's the gate? Oh my gosh, we're going in. I, I, I'm a little bit. Is this? Should we do this? I sure. Don't know. I wonder what's been living in Let's here. Let's go in here and see DB Cooper's. Bubba, <laughs> you would know. Bubba, you need to be here. Oh, well, you so need to be here. Oh, look, look. What is that? What are you looking at? Like oh wow. That's where it fell right there. Mm. All right, so here we go. Okay, we're going in. Good building. All right, so. Oh, yeah, it's a good deal. Mm-hmm. It's not that bad. <laughs> Look in here. I think Greg would stay so, here. Are you telling me to go in? Yeah, yeah go. I'm going in. Why is Bubba not here? I don't know. You should know all about this. Perfect. This is not bad. We no, we don't have any way to look out. How about we knock a wall out of this? I think it really is. This is pretty neat stuff. Bubba. It's nice. I'd spend the night in here. Yeah. 
I, I, I would too. So Bubba, um, this thing's pretty much intact. Yeah, so I, I, I don't know what to do with it. So I mean, what would we plant here? Okay, is that the green field there? You think right there? In there? We just we just plant this. Yeah, I think. And, I think and sit in here, right? Yeah, I think we do. So, but these, you see where they knocked the, the yeah. fence down? Yeah. Yeah, we're pulling fence going out. Yeah, I guess so. What's that, Bubba? Coax? Hard line. Hard line. Coming out of there. Half inch. Wow. Where's the rest? This is where it fell. Yeah. At night. Okay, so, so we've been in guys, here. Guys, I'm going to tell you, this is not near as fast as I thought it, it was. It really isn't. Like and, a little house. And I'm thinking to myself, if Sherry keeps on doing like she's doing with Camp House, this is where I'm going to live. Bubba, there's there's this damage. There's where it all got knocked down. <laughs> Tower field right Tower field. <laughs> it's already got a shooting house. It's got a shooting house. <laughs> We're going to have to knock a window out of it. Uh, something. Or, or cut a hole in that door or something. But that thing's pretty intact. Yeah. Oh, there's something on the other side here, too. Where the power? There's the power. You got power. Oh, this is what Greg. Join us. Still hooked. Service still hooked up. <laughs> you called that? Mm-hmm. You want to bring close that cut out? You got power. Is it right there? Okay. That's what you want you to say that, too. Well, so. you're not supposed to do that. You can't get it. Yeah. So, what, guys, I mean. Yeah, it is. Rick. So. Okay, so. I didn't recall the house being in that good I shape. I didn't either. I didn't either. So he, here's what you can do. You, you want to you wanna probably take the fence down. So you can yeah, we'll clear all that out. Clean, that, clean out around Clean it up. We can easily go in there and knock a cinder block out yeah. and put a window. Yeah. Just mm -hmm. a, uh, You don't need a big window. Yeah. Just no, a little window. No, yeah. And you can put one on it, on all the sides yes. and fix the it. the doors and, on oh, yeah. That'll uh, be a solid after a little piece spot. of plexiglass yeah. inside mm -hmm. to slide up and down it. Yeah. And you, that's as good a shooting house as anybody's got. Anybody. The door's anywhere. on the wrong side. Mm -hmm. but. Well, you, it doesn't matter. Well, we could. make a window there. And well, we could. You're right. Yeah, we could. You can make it anywhere. Yeah. I, I put one yeah. on all the sides. Yeah. Look around. Yeah. Did it, how are you on the fact you saw the aftermath now of what was taken away? Well, right, you we'll, know, we'll come uh, back. Yeah, I still think we could have done something with it, but okay, you know, it is what it is now. I wish, hey, I wish I had that brick building right there Rick where I'm at. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Well, we had all the terrible storms that happened over the weekend, and uh, there was devastation yeah, in a number of really places. Bad. But Tennessee really, really got hit, and they got hit hard uh, there in uh, in the, the Nashville area and surrounding areas. Taylor Swift has donated one million dollars uh, to Tennessee residents affected by the deadly tornadoes over the weekend. Well, that's very kind. Yeah, of her to do. yeah, thirteen. Don't agree with her politics. No, but I think that's no. very kind of her to yeah. do. Yeah, and uh, you know, and and so she she sent this to the Tennessee Emergency Response Fund at the Community Foundation of Middle Tennessee. So hopefully, mm. those people are good stewards. And you know, we we look nothing against that organization. They may be the best organization in the world. Right. Okay, and right. I I don't know anything negative about them, and I assume they're wonderful. But nobody gets this done like the local church. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm um, trying to get Taylor to give that to the local church for their ongoing no, efforts. Probably, no, you're right. Probably not going to happen. But but uh, I'm sure this is a fine organization, too, and, and it might even be a faith-based organization. I don't know. You know, we've always, and I've always felt empathy for these folks when this has happened. We've helped raise money for various tornado, hurricane mm -hmm. efforts over the years. Yeah. Uh, but after having it happen to us, Ooh. and again, first world problem, mm -hmm. I got that, mm -hmm. second house, um, how disruptive that process is. 
I can't imagine if it's your main residence where mm-hmm. all your, your yeah. pictures mm-hmm. and your keepsakes oh, and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, your Christmas trees. I mean, it's just, it's just unbelievable. Well, I think, and I've seen it every time, and I, I think all of us, uh, unfortunately, none of us are exempt uh, from... There was some uh, incredible footage of those storms, too, but with, I guess with all security cameras and the time of day it came through, yeah. uh, people were getting all kind of video. Oh, yeah, yeah. it was it was crazy. Wow. And, uh, but... All of us, none of us are exempt from... But we're not showing any from any drones, though. No, uh, from from <laughs> no. calamity and, and difficulty. But I can tell you one thing about, which is one of the reasons why God allows it, one of the things about calamity it, is it always gives us clarity. Yeah. Uh, and, and what I've noticed a lot of times is because the fear of the... And you realize how small we are and how overwhelming mm-hmm. creation is... Most of the people I've seen, really, I can't think of any that weren't this way. They stand in the rubble, and you know what they say? Just glad to be alive. Sure. This yep. is just That's stuff. Right. This yep. is just stuff. Yep. This is just stuff. It's heartbreaking, but but I have so much clarity right now on what's important and what's yeah. not. That's right. Uh, That's and, right. and they all yeah. seem to get that attitude real quick. Yep. You, you know, too, yep. um, the scope of these things. Mm-hmm. Um Tornado moves through there. It may be over your house, your property for 30 seconds, maybe a minute. Mm-hmm. And, and it can destroy what it takes a year to build or longer. Mm-hmm. And But but you see how, how small it is, and it may be, you know, mile wide. I mean, that's a big one, right. you know, mile right. wide. Oh, yeah. Most right. of the time they're going to be, you know, several hundred feet wide to smaller ones. Yeah. Um, but you you see on our planet how small that is, and then even in our solar system, we have you know like the planet Jupiter, and and it has a storm going on it that is bigger than Earth, yeah, than the, our whole planet. Wow, three hundred yeah. mile an hour winds. Yeah. And it's been going on for as long as we could observe it on the planet. And you think about the how logarithmic you know these things mm-hmm. step up to the size and the volume and, and how, how tiny we are in the big picture of the universe. Well, we just, I mean, T-Tot. Yeah. We just finished the, uh, the revelation. We're, we're about uh, what, three sessions or more into the second Corinthians mm-hmm. now, but, but we did a whole year just about finished it in November. And one of the things that I'd never noticed, uh, the times that I've been through the revelation, of course, if you go through it methodically word by word, of course you see the things you missed, but when it, when it gets down to the end, and we have the, the last great human empire on the planet, greater than any before it. That's the new Babylon. The Antichrist, you know, is in charge and the false prophet. And it comes down to it, and all these different kingdoms are just, they're just fascinated with the new Babylon, and it's wealthy, and they're all trading. And, and then God says that he's done, uh, and that's over. And it says the thing, to your point, Bubba, the thing that, that shocked all those that were watching is they could not believe how quickly and how not a big deal it was for God to lay it to waste in no time at all. Yep. They said, wow, we thought this thing could withstand, mm-hmm. and it could withstand any human attempt to overthrow yeah. it. Right. But God takes it out like like that. Mm-hmm. And it says they they marvel at how quickly it was gone. Yep. Can you imagine if you if you hung around and you you'd gone through all that and you and you think well this is hey we've made heaven on earth baby and all of a sudden God says and it's over yeah yep and real it, quick and it went a, went a, and the first thing he does is take the antichrist and the false prophet and throws him in the lake of fire and says and there's the leaders of it all I took care of them like that <laughs> and and then what if you're standing there and you go uh oh 
we, we thought if we stood with them, we could withstand even God himself. Mm. We thought they were greater than God. That'd be some uh, bad info. In, incorrect. <laughs> and, and, and it gets laid to waste yeah. real quick. Which is also one thing that uh, that I've had to learn over the years, and I think we all have, is uh, any attempt to build any sort of heaven on earth is uh, that that is in vain. Yeah, that, short sighted. That, yeah, that is short sighted. Yeah, yeah, it can be taken away like that. Yeah. It's not eternal. These temporal things, they're okay as long as we enjoy them in the right place. Mm. Enjoy them in the right place with open hands, because they certainly can go. Top of the hour, we'll be back eight six six. We be big. We'll get into some of your phone calls. Uh, And we'll continue to unpack the stories of the day as uh, the Rick and Bubba show continues right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. But anyway, uh, so under the headline that we have all been able to adopt this year, Go Woke, Go Broke. Uh, remember when we started telling, and we're not the only ones, but we were starting to draw attention to the fact that when you get this agenda uh, type uh, attitude when it comes to everything under the sun, and we're always told that these agendas, especially in the entertainment business, especially on the whatever, well, we're just doing this because this is what the people really want. And then you find out, well, no, it's not really what people want. It's really just kind of you trying to indoctrinate people and, and scare them and force them and strong arm them or indoctrinate them into your worldview. See, that's completely different. Yes, very different. So very what different. I would tell, what we're about to give this story, I would tell universities, I would tell charities, I would tell businesses, I would tell fill in the blank. You're, we're going to have to stand up to them. Okay, just because they're loud, just because they're scary, just because they're a mob, it doesn't mean they represent a large number of people. And if you continue to bend to them, you will bend to them, A, at the demise of your organization or your business, or you also have to understand no matter what you do, you will never please them. That's right. Never. It'll never be enough. So we're going to have to put on, as you know, we've heard people say before, our big girl and big boy pants, yes. and we're going to have to look at these mobs and say, no, I'm running a university right. to educate people. I'm an organization that's trying to raise funds to help people uh, or whatever. I'm a business, and we're trying to make a profit. I'm a team, and I'm trying to sell tickets and merchandise, uh, and I'm just going to say no to you. Uh, you have a right to your point of view, but you're not going. I'm not going to bend to you trying to scare me into making dumb decisions. And here's another one today, Rick. We saw three presidents of Ivy League schools testify before Congress week before last, and billionaire, 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 Bill Ackerman is continuing his campaign for the removal of the Harvard president Claudine Gay over her handling of the campus anti-Semitism arguing she's costing the university significant funds. Gay 53 survived a first scheduled meeting of the Harvard uh, board on Sunday amid calls for her removal. But her future at the Ivy League institution remains uncertain after her disastrous congressional hearing. In a letter sent by Ackerman to his alma mater and to the, uh, the, the board of trustees at Harvard, Posted on X Sunday, he claimed Gay's testimony was not just a matter of character, but also costing the school money. 
He's saying Harvard has lost a staggering $1 billion in donation hmm. over her handling of anti-Semitism on campus. $1 billion. Dollars. That's big. Well, it, it goes back to what we've said before, and this is why you got to be principled. Okay, and we've we've lived it. We've been there, not to this level, but we've been there. And the point is, if you are an organization or a university and you say we're bending to a mob because we want to have a good ESG score and we want to be liked and you say and we don't want to make trouble, well, then you've shown everyone that to get you to change your mind, all they have to do is pressure you. So then the other end of the spectrum, people who disagree with these views and do not like the anti-Semitism that is going on the campus, now pull their money from you and they punish you. Yeah, That's the reason why you probably just need to stay out of it. Yeah, And, and, and you probably just need to say, we won't allow this kind of behavior on the campus. Doesn't mean that we feel one way or the other about mm-hmm. the Middle East. It's just not going to be allowed on the campus. And we would not allow this same behavior to take place if it was another group. And that's the way it is. Everybody has a right to their own views, but you don't have a right to threaten people. Yeah. But what's hard about that? I don't know. And and people are saying she should do the right thing, like the Penn president who stepped down uh, and resigned what, she yesterday. Should. She should. That, that she should, but she just won't. Mm-hmm. And so they're trying to, to figure out what to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, but, and the way this looks, if you're a business, and I want some of y'all to understand this, okay, with this ESG thing and all that that's coming, and it's serious, is those people who – who their their point of view is being vilified and you're bending to the group that is vilifying their point of view, do you not understand that they may just turn around and say they're not going to shop with you either? Right, right. And, and, so, and, yeah. and sometimes they're a bigger group. Yeah. See, I don't think Many people, times they are. I don't think people fully understand. You talked about it earlier this week, mm-hmm. and I had some people who were kind of confused by it. There are big – look, this is the liberal left woke has – learn to use capitalism, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah. And we have these big hedge funds that a lot of people invest in, don't even know they're investing in it through mutual funds and those kind of things. Then they go and they buy huge blocks of stock in these companies. Mm-hmm. And they get a controlling interest or enough that they can dictate, mm-hmm. you know, how they're operating. And they say, look, we're going to do this based on ESG, mm-hmm. environmental social governance. Mm-hmm. And we want you to... Cut the carbon footprint. We will, and I don't mean not pollute. I mean this ridiculous no, stuff. Like we're not going to have worshiping. any. We're not going to have any more oil. Earth, okay, uh, yeah, earth uh, worship. If you're going to build electric cars, you're going to pump oil for a long time, folks. Okay. Mm, yeah. So you, ha- it's called plastic, and you, all of these things they're pushing, and they want you know every lifestyle highlighted, pushed, agended, all this. And they're dictating this to companies we all use and love. Correct. Because they are now a key or majority stockholder in a lot mm-hmm. of them. So then they are pushing that on us, and that's what we've seen with several of these brands. But even like in our case, Rick, and I want to be clear, we're going to lose business this year from a good client who says we, as people that advertise with them, must sign and adhere to their ESG statements. That's correct. And we're not going to do that. No. And we're saying goodbye to hundreds of thousands of dollars. Right. And, and there, it's going to get worse before it gets better. Right. So what we do is going to be threatened by these people. Yep. What you folks like to listen to are going to be threatened by these people. And we've got to get smart and get active instead of just being passive about it. I am the number one culprit of that. 
Uh, many of us have retirements, and you have 401ks, and you don't really keep up what's in it. Mm-hmm. I don't either. Mm-hmm. I don't want to keep up. Mm-hmm. But, uh, that's why you have somebody do it. Right. But we're, we're going to have to go to war with our money if we think, that if we want life to continue like we, we're having it now, the American way. Yep. Or, or we're going to wake up in a woke swamp that we will never climb out of. And I know you're right, and I'm kind of. I, we can all be this way, but there comes a time where some of you say, "I don't want to get involved in a battle," but you don't have a choice. The battle's at your doorstep. Mm-hmm. The you, battle has come to you. It's come to you. It, you, you didn't have. You don't have a choice. No, it, no. It, it's you know, like I've said before. If, I if try not ti- to be at odds with people, but I can't make people not be at odds with me. If you're yeah. tired of the of the yeah. Dylan Mulvaney types that's being forced on you in advertising campaigns for a product that you apparently liked, you know, before you had to turn around and boycott it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if if the radio shows and TV shows that you like, that we're going to be put under tremendous pressure yep. with this stuff. Mm-hmm. And and you know, there's a point where we go no, and then we just can't do it anymore. Look, so but, you know, you lose again. You can't be passively inactive in this anymore. No, that's how we've got into this. That's why all these education places are so liberal. Yeah. And it's not just up north. It's right. not just Ivy League. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look, my, no. my daughter went to Auburn. Oh. She come in and told me horror stories. Oh yeah. We have interns that go to UAB, Sanford, Alabama. Nobody is above this. They've all got these weird far left. Hey, day one, you have to tell everybody your pronouns. Really? Uh, really? <laughs> how about the, how about while we're there, the history or whatever we're supposed to be learning? Yeah. I ain't worried about your pronouns. No. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Uh, but today we will. Let's um, let's let's check in go? on him. Let's check in on him. Everybody say. Everybody know. Oh, basement Joe. A basement Joe. Okay, so uh, something about this number he's about to do feels familiar to me. It may be that he just keeps doing it. Uh, <laughs> it, yeah, it, it seems like we've seen this video and heard this before, but apparently he's done it again or it's back out there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, but here is Biden, and he's he's starting to, to, to throw out a, a number. Uh, now, don't forget that he just he's going to tell us, which is incredibly ironic, that Donald Trump doesn't know what he's talking about. And then he rambles on showing us, that he too, uh, and when I say that, if, if what he says is correct, which you know that that's all in the uh, in the, the ear, ear of the beholder, the ear of the person who heard it, may not like what Donald Trump said, but I'm not sure he doesn't know what he's talking about. But here's Biden to show us that he sure knows what he's talking about as he rattles off this number for us. So here we go. Four years of infrastructure week, but it failed. He failed. On my watch, instead of infrastructure week, America is having infrastructure decade. Decade. Over a billion, three hundred million, trillion, three hundred million dollars. Trump just talks the talk. We walk the walk. <laughs> what, what, what's this number? Wow. Let's, hear, let's get that number one what more is time. I want to get the commas in the right place. He struggles with the infrastructure. It's infrastructure a tough word. Week. Mm-hmm. And he just rolls right on on top of it like, he's, like, like he is flattening it. Uh, <laughs> let's get that number again. Four years of infrastructure week. What? But it failed. He failed. On my watch, instead of infrastructure week, America is having infrastructure decade. 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 
over a billion, three hundred million, trillion, three hundred million dollars. Trump just what? talks the talk. We walk the walk. Bubba, he the, says, uh, uh, he over a, over a billion, three hundred million, trillion, trillion million dollars. Three hundred million, trillion, three hundred million dollars. Over a billion, three hundred million, trillion, three hundred million dollars. Over a billion, three hundred million, trillion, three hundred million dollars. Anybody know what this number is? Wow. Anybody know where the commas go? What, what are we talking about? Well, As you said, late. Bubba, over There's a billion, three hundred million, trillion, trillion million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> he's in charge, guys. He's the, he's the president. Yeah. Wow. Infrastructure decade. All right, let's see him walk to the helicopter. This is always comforting. Uh, who, who is this? All right, is what I want to know. Right, you don't think it? You don't think it's him? Uh, who is this person? Okay. Is that Woody? He looks like Woody from Toy Story. <laughs> he walks like Woody from Toy Story. Yeah, boy, he's. He needs some strings about it. What is that right there? I would never, Speedy, under any circumstance, have him walk that distance. Uh, you're right. They could have <laughs> drove him about half. Can we not get the copter closer? Is there not a golf cart? No, yeah, is there not a White House golf cart? Right. Yes. Yeah, that, wow. A side-by-side. Something. Yeah, something. Good My goodness. He, uh, he struggled with some numbers. Uh, he was trying to talk about wow. the tough time that uh, Jewish, Jewish people have had. No, he didn't. Oh, yeah. No, he didn't. It's a quick clip, and no, he's supposed Adler, to say no, no, 65 no. days. Okay. He's supposed to say 65 days. But we know this year's Hanukkah is different. It's been 65 years since the deadliest day of the Jewish people since the Holocaust. 65 years. Mm. 65 days. Oh, he said it twice. Mm. It's 65 well, days, that's Well, that's an easy slip, Shimon. but uh, yeah. to sure. slip it twice is, sure. uh, you know, who's in the front row going, uh, days, I, I know. Days. Think about it. I just don't think we're helping him, and that's the reason why I think they're ready to be done with him too. They're not helping. No, I, I wish they would help more. At what point uh, do you just you, scream you have out. to be dying? Over. Oh yeah. yeah. At what point do you correct someone? There's things you just let go, mm-hmm. but after he says years the second time, do you go <clears throat> days, days, <laughs> days, days, yeah. days, days, um, days, sir? Bubba, just just so I can make sure that you're um you're 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 fired up, um. Have you caught 3A here? Yeah, I, 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 you know, I love Al Gore. He's yeah. one of my favorites. Uh, Al Gore, <laughs> now keep in mind, always the problem causer will always point to the problem they're causing, and they'll they'll completely always try to tell you that something else is causing what they're causing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here is Al Gore talking about the mental health crisis around the world mm-hmm. and, and, what, and what he thinks is causing it. It, it does look like, like uh, the, the 2024 election will look come down to eyes. President Biden uh, versus, versus uh, former President Trump. Um, and I'm wondering what you think uh, the world would look like under uh, uh, President Trump uh, being reelected, which is certainly uh, a possibility, not only when it comes to the climate, uh, but also when it comes to democracy. Well, I saw the other day where he pledged to be a dictator on day one, and you kind of wonder uh, what it'll take for people to uh, believe him when he tells us uh, who he is. And, uh, you know, the the solution to political uh, despair is political action. And for those in, in the Republican Party and the Democratic Party and independents who love American democracy and who want to preserve our capacity to govern ourselves uh, and solve our problems, now's the time uh, to get active. You know, there's a, 
there's a mental health crisis around the world, Jake, that we hear people talking about. I think that one of the main reasons for that uh, is that young people look uh, at the fact that we are not yet solving the climate crisis or dealing with some of these other challenges uh, and we hear this word thrown around poly crisis well solving the climate crisis is a poly solution we know what to do we have the means to do it and we have to make sure of that we make the right political choices in our democracy to enable ourselves to make the right choices mm, man. there's something there's something almost comical to me to hear Al Gore talking about mental health. I know. It's almost like when I get in front of y'all to, to quote and to rant and rave about losing weight. I know. I know. Mm -hmm. it, it's almost <laughs> like if I was his handler, I would say, all right, now, are you going to talk about the mental health crisis? I am. All right, tone the eyes down. <laughs> yeah. Let's yeah. change don't, the eyes. Don't look psycho let's, to begin yeah, with. Let's change, you, you look a little maniacal. Mm -hmm. let's, let's bring that in. Um now, and, and, and didn't matter what the topic, he's always going to tie it back to climate change. Always. Yeah, a modern, and, a modern, we know what to do to fix it. And, no. and no, Al, listen, no, and again, no one wants pollution. Mm -hmm. We are here to take care of the planet, um, but we've got mm -hmm. to make real assessments and and identify real problems and work on real answers, not this pie in the sky, left wing liberal. Uh, we're all going to die if we don't quit pumping oil stuff because that is so ridiculous. Mm, it is. Blocking, and, and blocking people, streets. Yeah, and people don't get into it. I mean, they're not buying it because Al alone has told us numerous times that we were going to be done if something wasn't done by a certain date. Right. Nothing was done. We're still here. So his predictions have been wrong. His concepts have been wrong. And his salesmanship of it has been wrong. And if he would just be a little more honest with it, um, you know, and, and what I mean by that, let's talk about battery powered cars. Okay. Well, we all want to do that and we want to, you know, take the, uh, emissions out of the uh, tailpipe. Well, how are we going to charge the cars, big Al? Because we got to run our power plants. Are you calling big it. Al? Yeah. I'm going to say, Hey, big Al, listen, right. uh, no offense to the Bama fans, but, right. uh, you know, uh, you, you, you've got to give me a real deal on this. We can't quit pumping oil because your cars are made of plastic. Half of every barrel is going to plastic. So why don't we be real about this? Let's talk about things we could do. Maybe hydrogen. Maybe some middle steps that we could actually uh, go to that would make a difference. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Uh, but anyway, so coming back, we got other things to hit on the uh, uh, the environmental side, which is always a blast. And we've got kind of our battler. Our battler's back. Uh, I, I like anybody, like I say, that still goes by their, their first name and their middle name, Wayne. Senator Mark Wayne Mullen. Think, uh, just think about saying that, Mark Wayne Mullen. Uh -huh. that, that, he just sounds like a brawler from Oklahoma, he? and he's a championship state wrestler. Uh, hey, Mark, huh? hey, you know who's looking for you, don't you, Mark Wayne Mullen? Yeah, you uh, know Mark Wayne. Well, he's he's mad as he he just. I mean, he just uh, he like, wanted to fight uh, like, a teamster, Rick. Yeah. I mean, if he'll fight a teamster, he'll fight anybody. Well, he's ready to fight fight environmentalists. Here he is during a hearing, and he <laughs> and and here comes uh, Senator Senator Mark Wayne Mullen from Oklahoma. Here we go. You want to end all. Plastic manufacturing? Bubba, it's your point. I said the plastics industry must be stopped. So does that mean end plastic manufacturing? I mean, in my dream world, sure. But I think that... <laughs> so, um, oh, my oh, God. So, oh, well, what, go so I, I, and I don't mean to be condescending here. I just point out, what's going to replace your glasses? Um, like, so I do know... Like, you wear your know, glasses around your face? They're made of plastic. Maybe. 
No, I don't they, know what they're made out of. They are. Oh, they are. What, so, what about, and I'll just point out some things here because I just want to be realistic when we're having conversations because when statements are made like this, I just want to open people's eyes and say, well, what? okay, that's easy to say, but what's the solution? Your water bottle in front of you. This one? Yes. That plastic? No. The lid is. That's plastic. Right. So right. It, I would it, say to your selfie? question that I would first be concerned about single-use plastics, and then we can talk your, about alternatives your, to this. Your, your cell phone there. Bunch the of plastic. Black. Yep. The cases. But it's glass because I broke oh, the components inside of it not yesterday. Plastic. The components made out of it's not plastic. Yep. Yeah, they are. They are. Trust the us. water that you filled that water bottle up with. Um, where'd you fill that water bottle up out of? A water filling station. All right. And it was delivered by a drink station that was plastic? I didn't check. The edges are. The piping coming to it. Now, you have a couple of choices with the piping. <laughs> um, we could go back to using wood. But then you have to have line it in chemical. Uh, or we could go back <clears throat> and use lead, because we used to have water piping that was lead. That was harmful to us. Uh, we go back to galvanized, but galvanized rust and had discoloration. Um, we go back to copper, but, but copper has to be mined, and everybody wants to stop mining in the U.S. So you use plastic to deliver piping that you fill that water bottle up with today. PVC. I, I point this out because the clothes you have on, I guarantee you have plastic in it. The shoes you have on your feet, the soles of those shoes are plastic. So we talk about any, any manufacturer, plastic manufacturing, and everybody in here cheers when you say that, but everybody here is depending on plastic as you set. So if you want to end it, then quit using it. Wow. <laughs> well, Mark Wayne. That's good. Well, Mark Wayne. Mark Wayne Mullins. Yeah. I like that. MWM, baby. It, he, he sounds like this show, and he sounds like Bill Bubba Bussy talking about plastics because the point he's making is a lot of emotion here, folk. But sounds we, good. We got to drop the emotion, and we better start talking about what this really means. Mm -hmm. And you might want to educate yourself on uh, all the things that petroleum provides for us. It's a lot bigger than just here's a mean big truck and I'm going to lay in the road and let it and hope it won't run over me so I can save the world. Look, I, I, I appreciate the argument you do not want to use combustion engines. Mm -hmm. Okay, I got that. Mm -hmm. I, 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 I disagree with you, sure. but I understand, I understand the sentiment. Yeah, okay, yeah, sure. Um, but to say we're not going to pump oil and we're not going to drill for oil mm -hmm. is ludicrous. It's yeah. asinine. It is. It's uh, idiotic. You need to see a counselor, uh, that kind of thing. It ain't going to happen. Right. Ain't going to happen right. because of the plastic. Right. Have you been to the hospital lately? Have you seen oh, plastic? Oh, plastic Rick, galore. Every, we are so plastic dependent in our society now, and should we do a better job of recycling that, and is there ways to do it? I, I don't know. I don't know mm -hmm. that much about it. Right. I can tell you this. When you recycle wood... Uh, and paper, it uses some of the most corrosive oh, chemicals on the planet. Don't get us started on that. And then guess what? you got to dispose of that. So have we gained anything? It's really better when it comes to wood and paper. Bury it in a landfill, grow pine trees over it. That's that's God's way of recycling. It takes about 20 years. Mark that's Wayne, the only way you really make any difference. Yeah. Mark Wayne Mullen drops another logic bomb. Oh, let me have it. Uh, so let's go to Biden. Uh, back to the Now, all the asinine things that Bubba said that's going on, I think 
wearing these little masks and protecting us oh, from no. this. Not it, that again. Kind of thought that was all all already handled. Mm-hmm. But here's the current CDC director, Mandy Cohen, uh, Biden's choice, plane. telling us to go back to wear masks again. Here we go. Get I mean, your updated COVID and flu vaccines and your RSV vaccine if you're over 60. It's not too late to get vaccinated if you haven't already. And use additional layers of protection, like avoiding people who are sick, washing your hands, improving ventilation, and wearing a mask. And if you do get sick, I know it's hard, but stay home so you don't spread germs to others. And get tested so you know what you have and you can get treatment. So we've learned nothing. I mean, we, we've just... We, do we're, we, just, we're doing the same. Do we pay her for that? I, I mean... Anybody, it, it, is, she, um, is she on the payroll somewhere for that? Uh... <laughs> Did you notice that nowhere in there, nowhere, I'm the CDC, nowhere. Is she the head of the CDC? Now? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nowhere looks, in there. Looks a little young for that. Not it? one mention of do everything you can do to strengthen your immune system. Nothing. Mm-mm. Uh, it, and that's the most important thing. The most important thing. Mm-hmm. And and so, and and if you're healthy and you have a strong immune system, you closing yourself away and trying to wear all these kind of masks and lining up for the next shot, um, you know, you you, you got to really think that through. Yeah, and, she, she's and just isolate, pushing fear. Yeah. Now, 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 I'm all for what she said, what we should have done in the beginning. It was the way we'd always done it. Isolate those that are sick and let everybody else go on about their lives. Yeah. yeah. Not isolate everybody Yeah. Uh, and put everybody in don't, masks. Don't isolate yeah. the healthy. Isolate the sick. Right. Yeah. Well, where would, why didn't she say go for outdoor walks, exercise, yeah. Yeah. eat fruit, it, yeah. no, get a of, good night's sleep? No, right. None of that. This is the Rick and Bubba Show. Watch more at blazetv.com slash Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All right, so we've been talking about The Blind, that movie, a Phil Robertson story. I've seen it. It's great. Love it. Uh, Phil's testimony, as he said, can be uh, difficult to watch, but, boy, the power uh, of redemption and the reminder that none of us, as long as you're still alive and as long as, uh, as, as Jesus has not returned, uh, then there is an opportunity to be completely transformed and redeemed uh, to all who are willing to repent and leave faith in their self and place their faith in Christ and then watch the power of Christ transform a human being. And you will see that uh, in the movie The Blind. Uh, it's not a Blaze Media production, but you know that Blaze has stepped in and said, you know what, we have, uh, we, we, we're in now, and you can actually buy The Blind, a Phil Robertson story from us, as opposed to spending money with Apple and Amazon. Yeah, The Blind, great movie. You can get it from Blaze TV by going to blazetv.com slash the blind. It's only $19.99. That's blazetv.com slash the blind. A Florida man, Bubba, has been arrested. Uh, and, you know, this may be a sought after uh, tattoo. And I'm going to think that he's not the only person listening to or watching this show, if he were listening or watching. I bet you in our audience this tattoo exists. Bubba, it was a Waffle House tattoo. The the only problem (laughs) when he asked for Waffle House's logo to be tattooed on his skin, he then refused to pay for it. And that's where trouble began for Max, who is 33. How would you say that last name? Cray? I have no idea. So he wanted a Waffle House tattoo. 
He wanted a Waffle House. Uh, he uh, has been arrested on uh, on petty theft charges for failing to pay the tattoo parlor located in beautiful St. Petersburg, Florida, earlier this month. So he went in. He wanted uh, the tattoo logo, uh, I mean, the logo for Waffle House tattooed on his skin. And by the way, who wouldn't? Yeah. Who, who, who wouldn't it's want that? It's understandable that he got ahead of it. It's understandable. The, the All-Star breakfast, don't get complicated. Just order the All-Star. Do you yeah. think and, this um, is his first tattoo, or do you think he's more advanced uh, the, the, the fact, art of yeah. tattoo? Do you think he just got in and, and, and kept running up uh, tattoo charges that he just couldn't pay like a drug addict? I don't know. He could not pay for the tattoo because he did not have his debit card is what he said. Uh, well, that happened. Well, and he said, you know, that when they when they took it out of his hand, strangely, it was the Rick and Bubba corporate car. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and, and they said, well, uh, where did he get this? Uh, well. Uh, he also uh, failed to provide that he had $250 in his bank account, and he would not pay the money uh, after being offered multiple payment options. He just would not pay for it. Uh, so he, uh, he, he went to jail. He has been released on a $150 bond, uh, and they searched his bag, and they only found $6 in his driver's license there. <laughs> hmm. so he tried to tell them. He tried he to tell them. He did. He could not pay for it. I'm looking in the article for if we tested Max for alcohol. I don't see that here in, in, the, uh, in the story. Hmm. Uh, number one, let's start at, let's say that you're in the tattoo world, and many of you are. Oh boy! Many of you are. Most. Mm-hmm. I'll try again. Less is more. Yeah. Uh, I'll try again. Uh, and um, that's why I was wondering because yeah. if you if mm-hmm. you wade into tattoo world, mm-hmm. is Waffle House logo like your first stop, or do you go with? Yeah. A, it's got to be later. Do you go with a basic flower or, uh, or somebody's you know, initials? Yeah, or, mm-hmm. or you know, Bible verse or, or a, maybe or a, a ring on your finger, a dolphin or something. You know, to start with. I like maybe a tribal armband. I like oh, where he. I, would go for. I like where he's going with Waffle House, yeah. and and I'll be honest with you, there's something about that I kind of dig. If I was in the tattoo world, now I'm not yeah. because I want to so be. So you would consider Waffle House. You know the reason why I don't have any tattoos or piercing is I want to be unique. I'm my own man. Right. Well, I don't right. want to. I don't want to be like everybody else. Well. Uh, I, I want to be edgy. So mm-hmm. the new edge is neat haircut, no tattoos, no piercings. Uh, so uh, crazy, you're living on the edge. I know, man. I know. Uh, and and most of the time, not all the time, a beard that stays trimmed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, I, I'm out on the edge just a little bit, but but the uh, the Waffle House logo is kind of cool, but but I don't think I don't know about it on my skin. Especially I, if I can't I, cover the cost. I just as I just, opposed to the logo. What if you just went with scattered and covered? That's mm, nice, or just yeah. a hash brown, and so. and you made that some kind of deep th- deep thought that everybody right, had to, yeah, had to ask right. you what you meant by that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and Rick, for- we're scattered all over the globe, but we are covered by his love. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So, uh, so anyway, there you go. For some of y'all needing some reason to do that, and, right? There you uh, want, right? So, so there you go. Yeah. The um, also uh, we we do need to uh, to discuss today. I don't, I don't know that we that we did. Did we discuss the? And I can't pronounce his name. The, the Dodgers signing the the player for six hundred eighty million. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so uh, uh, did they get that all done? How yeah. Do, how yeah, do you say the, his the, name? The story. Sho, Shohei Otani. Yeah. yeah. Did I say it right? Yeah, yeah, you did. You're dead on it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Shohei Otani. I'm a yeah. bit of a broadcaster. <laughs> some, of the, some of the details of his contract were released yesterday, and, and that's the story. That's the update. on. Well, some I didn't good... understand. I read that, but I, y'all clue me in. They said $63 million of it this year is deferred. Did I, did I read that right? Sixty-eight. I think, I think he's going to he's going to get two million, and I think out of the seven hundred six hundred and eighty, in the breakdowns in the story, right. it's going to be delayed payments and and so pushing it to the end stuff. of his contract, to right? Get all of his money. Yeah. Of course, uh, he's going to have about forty million. They said I might have the numbers wrong. Y'all can help me. And just endorsements alone this year, mm. so yeah. uh, he's going to be doing fine. But it looks like he's got it laid out to where. And the Dodgers needed deferred. to play with some some figures too, but he's going to defer. So it a baseball bit later. has a that they no, no they, they don't. don't have a salary no. cap, but they have a luxury tax still. Do the do the big markets have that. to pay? This the is all markets? about the Dodgers. Yeah, the the Dodgers are, are moving <clears throat> some money around and and it just to help with the roster and what they have available and hey, the taxes as well. Adler, if you mm-hmm. is there how quick could you find Babylon B and the picture they have on Otani signing? It's probably the maybe the last on their Instagram. It's probably the last four they posted. Maybe the fourth one, but it's pretty soon. You can see it pretty quick there, uh, and because the headline won't be funny unless you can see the picture. Now everybody remembers when the Dodgers had the nuns or whatever a perpetual yeah, yeah, sin, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and they had the big uh, the, they, they, they let them they come, come and and pride and, day and, yeah, and they do all that. And and what's funny is Babylon B, of course, has not let that go. And uh, and they talked about that even in the World Series, the, the only two teams that didn't have a pride night are now playing for the World Championship. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, they, they, they've, they've had a, a fun time with that. But this one, they, they have Otani saying that he ha- he's having second thoughts about di- uh, signing with the Dodgers after he saw the hitting coaches. And, and please, please, please look. <laughs> wow. Uh, so, he, Rick, Can you believe was, they did that good? Listen, he, this is part of it. It says um, – Otani will defer more than 97% of his contract, the deferred money, totaling $680 million, to be paid out between 2034 and 2043. It's the Bobby Benilla deal. All yeah, over it is. Yeah. yeah, he just wants to be set up for life, doesn't he? Yeah. Is Bobby still getting a check right yes, now? Oh, yeah. Yes. Right now. Yes. I mean, it goes for up here. I mean, he's still got a good many years left. Go, Bobby. Yeah. Smart. So... Uh, I, just uh, looking over some of the the things that uh, that that have we've covered over the years, we of course uh, do the show with a biblical worldview, and for some of you that's perfectly fine. From for others of you, it's something you can agree to disagree, but you still like the other parts of the show. And then for some of you, you just absolutely hate it. Uh, and some of those in that camp, uh, your commitment to staying with the show while hating that is really bizarre. But but I, I like it. I'm glad you're here. Uh, thank you for being here no matter what the case. A few a few less emails would be appreciated. But uh, but anyway. Um, <laughs> Have I missed some good ones this morning? Oh, there's always. Uh, the good news is when there's some in that camp, when they go, they go hard. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, so, and, um, and such kind people. Uh, but anyway, so um, one of the things that we believe, and look, I know this is a delicate subject. What I'm not talking about, and we, we had to talk about this, uh, and I, I was telling you, we, we Sherry and I taught Psalms 127 uh, this past Sunday, and I told you the part about the house, but also in there is the part about producing children, and the ch- children is are like arrows that we shoot out into the world, and a man whose quiver is full of them is blessed. And but let, what, what, what we're not saying is there are people in this audience that I know that this is a delicate subject because you desire to have children, and you can't. Uh, 
And I know that's hard. And there's there's difficulties in conce- conceiving. And and uh, I know even Greg, your daughter, it was it was a struggle. But here she is with two healthy children. But for mm-hmm. some people, that never happens. And there's there's options for adoption. And 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 I certainly lo- that that that's a, an option that that we all have. And there's unfortunately there's a lot of children that that their parents did not want them uh, for whatever reason. And sometimes it's it was actually the right thing to do for parents to say, I can't take this on. But but hopefully they'll be adopted. By, by families, and that's one option. But for some of you, I know that, so I don't want you to hear me saying that somehow you're not right with God because you're not having kids, because that's not true. No, that's... Uh, there's people throughout Scripture who never had children, and they were being used by God, and that was not what God had called them to. However, the real topic biblically is those that can have children that uh, are to produce not just children and send them out in the world to be a detriment, but it really is about re- continuing to a- advance the people of God. We, as moms and dads who are followers of Christ, are supposed to produce offspring that will also be followers of Christ, who will produce offspring who will also be followers of Christ, and continue yeah. to grow the church. And in the beginning, it was the growing of, of God's people. So, and, and we know the first man and woman were told to be fruitful and multiply. Well, isn't this interesting? The University of Michigan recently published research after reviewing the health and genetic information of 276,000 individuals living in the United Kingdom. Interesting that Michigan went to the United Kingdom for this. Uh, But they said that having children, not slightly, has a significant impact on a person's lifespan with two children providing the greatest health benefit. According to a new study, they determined that if you want to have your best shot of making it to the you know the age of seventy six, then you should have children. Having children uh, gives you longevity hmm. in life, well, and they've tied these two things together quite clearly. Like I say, it's not a small sample. Well, I I think how that works, Rick, because if you have at least two children, uh, you you have spent so much money, correct? You're broke, right? And you give out, so right. you don't go anywhere to get in trouble, right? <laughs> And you just stay at home. And you watch Wheel of Fortune every day. It says people who who have children live longer than people who do not. Yeah. And uh, so, uh, and and you you can see some of the uh, obvious, and and it is a a difficult thing, and and children can drain you, and sometimes you feel like they're actually killing you. But but to me, there's a a component to that, that once again, you see what God Mm -hmm. is saying. Mm -hmm. And again, that doesn't mean that if you're one of these people that this is not an option for you, that somehow you're not right with God. That's not what I'm saying at all. No, No. not at all. Uh, Because uh, we know there's some of the most powerful people in Scripture, their job and their call in life was to advance the kingdom of God without the responsibility of children, even without the responsibility of a spouse, mm-hmm. even though marriage and children are both things that God loves and are a blessing. But he also has people that he's called to be single and people he's called to be have no children. And mainly so they don't have the responsibility of that because their unique call will require them to be able to go places and really only have to worry about themselves mm-hmm. and, and the advancement of the kingdom, which yeah. is, you know, uh, um, an incredible, fulfilling life as well. Yeah. So, uh, but, but I, but I thought that was an interesting point that these scientists have come back. So well, I'll tell you what, <laughs> uh, you know, but I will say this, those out there that, that we are people of faith and we are able to produce children and you've fallen into this. I don't want to bring children into this evil world. Uh, that that's, uh, you need to read. You need to check your spirit on that. 
uh, we're supposed to continue to duplicate. And and another reason, if you're if another person in that in children is not an option for you, and you do not feel called to adoption or anything like that, this is also a greater picture. We're all supposed to be producing spiritual children, and that's in the people we disciple. Mm-hmm. You know, be disciples, make disciples. Yeah. And uh, you know, I I didn't see any indication. I could be wrong. There's nowhere in Scripture where we see the Apostle Paul had a wife or children, but he sure did have a lot of spiritual yeah, children. Yeah, he did. Yeah, everywhere. And there's some people that think his wife may have died, and then he lived the rest of his life unmarried. That it was be odd for a Hebrew man to have been where he was and never had a wife, but he never mentions her. He never mentions a wife, and and he even talks about that he has a call to not have a wife. But uh, that doesn't mean he never did. But he certainly didn't at the time of his ministry. We know that. Yeah. Uh, so well, I, and I, and we don't know of any children that he had either. Yeah. Well, I can tell you, as you get older, and if you do have a grandchild, it will keep you young. Uh, yes. Yeah. Here you, they come again. You better stay young because you got to chase them around now. I know. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and, and it, it is fun to spoil them and then kick them out of the house. I get that now. Uh, yeah. I never, I never did understand it. Now I do. Sure. Yeah. Oh, when you're on that end, when I watched Greg on Thanksgiving, <clears throat> and I realized that on that particular day he stood by and allowed me to take the brunt of his grandchildren, <laughs> and uh, and he just stood over there and enjoyed them. <laughs> but oh, yeah. but I became the playmate. Uh-huh. Yeah. Huh. And I remember being the playmate when my kids were little, and it's the same thing all over again. But now I'm old. Yeah. yeah it's physically right, demanding. Right. Yeah. Should yeah. he have more marshmallows? <laughs> ah, who cares? They're about to come get him. Yeah, yeah, you know, that part. Uh, that part's beautiful. That kind of thing. That part is beautiful. Yeah. It's just so beautiful. Don't hit that. Yeah. Don't hit that. Don't hit that. Oh, that. Yeah. And then you're that. chasing them around. Yeah. yeah. Well, the the one that <laughs> that is is so blinding is when you, you have the spoiling of grandchildren and all that, and we all have talked about that. But the one that used to get me the most is when the grandchildren do things that you got spankings for. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that and, was. And, you, and your parents let it slide. Yeah. I thought we weren't supposed to throw the ball in the house. I was yeah. told we couldn't throw the ball in the house. Yeah. Right. They're, they're throwing the ball in the house. Yeah. They broke oh, yeah. something, you put it yeah. in the trash, and you just let them keep throwing. And it was mm-hmm. so embedded in us that even as adults, when my kids did something I wasn't supposed to, I would, ooh, mm-hmm. yeah. you're about to get in trouble. And yeah. They, oh, they, hey, they can throw that if they want to. Yeah. In the house? Yeah, right. hurting, oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was throwing batting practice to River, and, and Terry was shagging balls. And, mm-hmm. and, and Reese walked in and said, who are y'all? Yeah. And you're what inside the house? Oh, it? yeah. It's, they're bouncing all over the sure. place. They're hitting TVs yeah. and pictures, oh, yeah. and we just think it's the funniest thing ever. Yeah. And, and then you know, and there's like, we couldn't bounce a ball, throw a ball, nothing. Y'all go outside. Mm-hmm. Now it doesn't matter. You know, one of the things that my older children brought to my attention, I'd I, I never thought of, you know, everybody talks about how the younger kids get treated differently than the older kids. Yeah. And there's some truth to that, but I'd never thought of this theory. I remember, I think it was Boomer said to me, he goes, you know what I think it is? I think that my brothers just have a, have a much more tired parent. I think you're just tired. <laughs> well, that's you are. Yeah. You're tired. <laughs> exactly. You're tired. And you also have learned what what's really a big deal yeah, and what's what not. Yeah, what hills to die on, which was not to. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They'll be okay. Yeah. Then we become like the other generation parents. Oh, they'll learn. <laughs> right. They'll learn. So uh, having children, uh, yeah, they've drawn a line to longevity in the parents, a longer life. We'll Cause, be back because they're slowly killing you. Right? That's yeah, right. right. <laughs> slowly though. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. In the in the video world. Uh, Bubba, you um, love any time people hate high taxes. I do too, <laughs> especially when it's our, our socialistic governments, and all they want to tell you is everybody just loves this. Well, farmers in France are furious because uh, any time you let a tyrannical government <laughs> take over, guess what's going to happen? 
the taxing never stops. It's never enough money. They squander it. They're terrible with money. And these farmers are saying, you're taxing us so much that we can't even make a living in the agricultural sector. And farmers went to government buildings, and they are using, as you can see in this video, these giant pipes to throw manure onto the government building. So, and buddy, it is an ugly scene. Tires and bales of hay, and now they're covering it in manure. You're talking about a liquid manure. Oh my God! Pumping right out of what looks like a septic truck. Don't you know that? I got it on the tire. They are not happy. I bet you that comes with some good smell. They are not happy. Speaking of that, have y'all been following this case yesterday? Jack Smith, special counsel, Jack Spratt, on Monday has asked the Supreme Court to immediately step in and to decide if former President Donald big. Trump has immunity from prosecution this is for his actions seeking to overturn the 2020 election. Now, the problem is Smith has been prosecuting this case, and the Trump lawyers are saying we have immunity from this, we have immunity from that, we have immunity from that, and he's saying, wait a minute, with all this, there is no case. I need to know if I'm wasting my time or not. Mm-hmm. So instead of this judge and that judge, let's go to the Supreme Court. Let's ask them, expedite this due to the nature of the case, and let's decide once and for all what President Trump is immune from before we try to prosecute all this. So, and I understand that these, uh, he, he said in his writings that it is imperative of public importance that the high court decide the question so that Trump's trial schedule for March can move forward as quickly as possible. Now, I do find it funny that uh, that they are moving this as quickly as possible right into the primary season. Uh, yes. And it's obvious that there is political uh, uh, interference with this, election interference, I should say, which I'm I'm shocked that Trump and them hasn't already brought that to the Supreme right. Court. Yeah. And you may see that too. But here's the case on this. If the Supreme Court says... And this is the uh, let me let me give you the exact wording on this. Um, it says, "Is a former president absolutely immune from fred- federal prosecution for crimes he says committed? I'm going to say accused of committing mm-hmm. while in office." Uh, and from what I understand, the Supreme Court has decided to hear the case. Is that right? Oh. Am I reading this right? Wow! That they will take it under. They're going to take it under consideration Mm -hmm. to see if they want to hear the case. So it's the first step in that. A brief order uh, issued just hours ago, the court asked Trump's legal team to respond by December the 20th. The court also said it would consider an expedited basis to hear the case, an indication that it takes Smith's request seriously. Um, The Trump campaign issued a statement saying that Smith was attempting to interfere weaponizing the legal system in the 2024 election. So it is funny that Trump is being accused of trying to overthrow the 2020 election, and by prosecuting him in the manner they've done it and the time they've done it, Trump's team is arguing, not only did we not do that, they are interfering with an election that's coming up. And they're doing it by putting us and putting this case in the courts during primary season when we should be running. It does look banana republic, Mm -hmm. whether you believe Trump did this or not, whether he did it or not. It looks banana republic. Mm 
uh, that this would be tried. It looks like a party in power, the president and his attorney general, are prosecuting the leading candidate to take his job, which he's winning in the polls, by the way, now, and so is Nikki Haley, if, mm-hmm. if you haven't seen yeah. that. Biden is is absolutely falling off the table. Um, so that looks suspicious, too. But th- this is where it is going to be. This is what's at play here. If the Supreme Court says there is no immunity, Trump can be prosecuted and if found guilty, will not be able to run for president. OK, so th- if Smith wins, he takes Trump out of the election. Okay, the leading candidate, right. by the way. No doubt. Yeah. This is the courts overruling the, the people, which is, is a very scary thing when you start doing that. The flip side of this is if they let this go and they can prosecute Trump and he does not have immunity, get ready, Biden family. You're going under the bus, too. You're going to be prosecuted yep. Biden will be prosecuted, his son, his brother, everybody in his family has got a check. They've got, I mean, they have the paperwork. It's, it's, it's just going to have to be done. Now, if they say Trump has immunity, Jack Smith's case is over. He, he, he will never get a conviction on this right. because he will never be able to bring into court the, the very evidence that he wants. Right. And by the same token, it will also probably save Joe Biden. From going to prison. Well, and that's where the Trump uh, campaign's got trouble because I don't think the Democrats care to save Biden. I, <laughs> I think they, I think they want so bad to keep Trump from running. They're willing for Biden to go down with him. Yeah, uh, because, he, because Biden's really not valuable mm-hmm. to the Democrats anymore. He's actually a detriment. If you get to the Supreme Court, how will they rule on this? Right. Okay. You have three justices that were appointed by Trump. Now, I'm sure they will ask them to recuse themselves, and they will say no. Right. Like, no Supreme Court justice ever does. No. Well, they, well they're the Supreme uh, Court justices. They, they, no, the Democrats never recuse themselves, so right. why, why would anybody else? Right. So you got Thomas, uh, uh, let's see, who, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, I can't, Alito. Alito. Uh, they, will, they will vote together. Uh, you have... Uh, uh, Amy Barrett, she will probably be in that crew. Uh, now you have the libs; they're all going to vote together. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't know about the chief justice; he's all over the road. Right. You don't know about him, so I don't know. I don't know how you see that coming out. They they always claim that the, it's a conservative court, six to three. Stretch, mm-hmm. stretch, yeah, stretch on that. One. Stretch, yeah. So I, I I think everything you said is correct. Uh, the problem is, I think they're willing to to take Biden down too, but so you almost the best thing probably for the country is that he'd be found to be immune, even though that'll probably that frees the Bidens up too. But that, okay. you mean he can have immunity? He can have immunity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think you know, in that that way, the election goes forward, and the people elect who they want, and um, because. Um, uh, well, it, do, you, it does get, throw yeah. a it does throw a big cog into the banana republic. Yeah, because you're not going to get every single president prosecuted right. when he leaves by the other party. Right, and that and, might and be, that's where we're headed. Yeah. That's where we're headed. Yeah, it might be healthy not to have that. No idea what, what kind you don't of, even know. Coming. You you can't even guess it. <laughs> Nikki out of Gadsden, Z93, where it all began thirty years ago. Uh, Nikki, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. 
Hey, fellas, monkey grass. Thanks for the call, Nick. What's on the mind? Yeah, I just wanted to call about this epidemic with these ketchup packets. I don't know if y'all have experienced getting these in drive through and getting a little sticky substance all over it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hate that. I can't stand that. Trying to figure out what that is, the mystery behind it. It started a few years ago, and now it just won't stop. I didn't know what if y'all had answers to it or not or what was going on. Uh, anybody know why ketchup packets are sticky? Yeah, I, you have packs that break yeah. is in that, there, and they, they, they get on the hull, all of them. Yeah. Oh, That's, how about this? No. I'm anti-ketchup pack. I don't want it. No, I, I don't it. either. I, I don't like the pack. It's not a good little deal. We well, were against that when we used to judge concession stands. You know, the Utter machine right. was by far and away the walking boss. It the was. little plastic cups that, that you peel back, mm-hmm. ketchup. Those are great. Bottle. I those love that. I don't even like those. I, I like having them. that Utter machine. I like putting that dog down there and spreading it like I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if you're in a car or something, you got to order. If you go regular pack, it's just a disaster. Yeah. 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 Yes. No, the, the little packs you're talking about. What if this? You know what else I hate? When they put their old nasty hands on them and drop them in your bag on top of your french fries oh you don't know where that thing's no no but you don't like that when people eat eat stuff out of a bowl either do you no right where where they run off in there you know what they run off (laughs) (laughs) all right you asked him live. so uh, how about this look there it is yep that's it let's make it let's make a deal right now done it deliberate that if you get troy and jack state to play each other all catch ketchup packets have to be removed from society rick Mm. my chances of doing that are little to none right and uh i mean i can't even get a ham tower put on chimney peak so what do you what do you think you know i, I can't get I that done i can't get anything I, I, let's give a few let's wait after the the break to talk about ham stuff with me in the room <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah hey it's got you a shooting house i know but i feel like it brings a little i talked to your guy he said uh, the the hard line was not worth saving okay he says that about a lot of it I know. Y'all just mm, keep striking out. It. And somehow I'm getting blamed for it. I'm not sure how. <laughs> uh, Baker in Kentucky. Baker struck the deal. <laughs> Baker, go ahead. Morning, morning, Green Acres. Thank you for the call, buddy. <laughs> go ahead. Hey, um, I was thinking about tomorrow's Christmas giveaway, maybe in honor of Frank Wachek. I think his jersey number was 89. You're so correct. Color 89. Yeah, that's a good and idea. Then, uh, yeah. And then also a big uh, thank you to Mr. Adler for helping me learn about the past of Rick and Bubba uh, by the YouTube videos that helps me get through the day. Well, thank, well, how he about that? How about a little that. thank you for oh, your effort? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Love the flashback. Put a little stuff out there. Uh, we continue. Let's go to uh, David in Meridian, Mississippi, 97.9. David, go ahead. Good morning, fellas. Hey, buddy. Hey. Well, it just kind of enrages me how much money we send over to Ukraine when the people in Maui had their houses completely destroyed. And you could take just a portion, like $6 billion of that, and rebuild all of those houses and homes. But we don't want to do that. Um, you know, and I understand what you're saying. I, I do, 100%. And, and I can certainly argue your point. The other point is that the Russian aggression, if you don't stop it there, where do we stop it? And the next stop it goes to is a NATO country. And judging on your voice, you're probably in the age it's going to be drafted to fight over there. So when I think about you and my sons and Hunter and Rick's and Greg's and everybody that would be going to fight in Poland or somewhere else in uh, Eastern Europe, um, I'd rather send a check right now. 
but I also understand we can't write checks forever. We need a right. we need a game plan. And I would like to see that mood along. What is the game plan? Well, here? you know, you find yourself But I mean right. you do see there there's yeah. two sides to yeah, this and I can do. argue either side of yeah, it. Yeah, it's kinda like the I, I'm with you. I understand both sides of it, but we're getting ourselves in a situation, and we've talked about it before. Now, I have no problem with can we have a little more accountability and can we get a little more clarity on how effective our investment is right, right now right. in Ukraine? All I have about, no problem with uh, accountability. All about that. But but here's the, here's the two two sides of the coin as you as you just mentioned. Well, if Russia continues to be aggressive and takes us into World War Three. All the things you mention are in play, and what good is it to have my house built back in Maui? Okay, right. But then you go back to if we keep sending money down a down a hole, and then all of a sudden we do stop Russia's aggression, and then we turn around and we have a a, a country whose economy has completely collapsed on collapsed on top of itself, right? And 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 living here is no longer like it once was. <laughs> right. I mean, it's what do we got? I know, yeah. I know, I know. I know. It's, it's tough. It's, they, it's it's complicated. There it is, is no it is. easy answer to it. I think the question is, let's get a game plan. What what That's are we right. doing? What's how, our plan? How is how is the Ukraine going to come out of this an independent country? And and at how long and for what cost? And you may decide we can't finance that, can't cover it. If you do, you better start taking that money and putting it in the uh, Baltic states and in Poland and Sweden and Norway yeah. and everywhere else where they'll roll their tanks next. Nate, Nate in Oklahoma, go ahead. Hey, guys. Uh, Bubba, man, awesome buck. Saw a picture of it. Congratulations. Thank you, Thank you sir. Yes, sir. Hey, going back to the Thanksgiving Day game at Dallas Cowboys, uh, I guess when Dolly Parton came out at halftime, there was some confusion. People didn't recognize her, and they thought maybe it was just the Cowboys honoring one of their cheerleaders from the last time they won a playoff game. Oh! Oh! Hey! Cowboy hate. Oh, that's good. That was good. That's good. Frank in Pell City. Frank, go ahead. Good morning, guys. Merry Christmas. Thank you, buddy. You too. Oh. I just wanted to hear uh, Dickie Madmire do that one-liner from last year. They don't like it when we come to the party. Nobody out there in playoff land. Oh, somebody's invited Bama to the party. <laughs> Everybody get a little bit sad. Here comes Bama back to take the presents again and win another national championship, a road tide. Nobody likes when we get invited. A road tide. Uh, and, boy, if they win it, Saban's retirement's going to be perfect. Yep. Perfect. I'm telling you, you think he likes being in this world of I'm now playing professional football with college players. I'm a 72-year-old man, and I've got a bunch of transfer portals, spoiled brats who want to check. You don't think he's tired of that? That's a good point. No. You don't don't think he wants to be in that world? Mm. No. He don't want to be in that world. He needs needs one more to make Mm -hmm. the whole – You don't think he'll have have the royal flush – Mm-hmm. A farewell year where you know he's stepping down after No, that that's year. not his style. He doesn't do that. That's not safe. You think retiring in January is a little late? No. I'll be honest with you. The coaches that usually announce they're retiring at the beginning of the year have terrible seasons. Because oh, yeah. yeah. all their staff starts looking for jobs. And, and that's not his way. He'll go clean. He'll say, enjoyed it, leaving it with you, headed to the lake with Terry. I'm telling you. Miss Terry, not your Terry. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's got right. a Terry too. Got it. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
Hey, it's Rick and Bubba gathering right here tomorrow for a brand new Rick and Bubba show. Rick, it'll be a big and busy show as always. The 12 working days of Christmas continue. Day number 10, Buffalo Wild Wings will be here with a charity charge. Charles Billingsley is stopping by and a whole lot more. All tomorrow right here on a brand new Rick and Bubba show. Thanks for listening to the daily best of Rick and Bubba. To catch the entire show and for all things Rick and Bubba, go to rickandbubba.com, spell out a. Lord willing, we will catch you on the next edition of the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.